Oh no, I've woken up in a new body and now I don't know how to pee. Today's episode, The Hot Chick versus Freaky. It's Welcome to another episode of Movie Deja Vu, the podcast that answers the question, didn't I see this somewhere, from two movie aficionados. I'm Shady, a vacuous teenage girl, and with me is a scary criminal, John. Yep, may as well be. (laughs) Uh, And we're about to swap bodies, which is going to be, or did we already swap bodies? Am I John? Am I Shady? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, So I do want to clarify right off the top that this was a listener request episode. My sister, Annie O'Grady, who you can hear on previous episodes about uh, West Side Story versus Bring It On All or Nothing and Uh, Mary Poppins versus Mary Poppins Returns. So friend of the pod. Friend of the pod and sister of one of the hosts. And sister of the pod. (laughs) She request she suggested this episode to me, and I told her that if she wants me to say anything nice about her when I intro it, she needs to write it down and email it to us. And she did not do that, so we're not going to say anything nice about her. I mean, you you have so many years of experience with her. I only have like three days. So, oh, <laughs> she really she enjoys your company so much. Tell her to come back for more. Yeah. But in the meantime, right now we have to talk about these two movies. The first mm-hmm. of which was released in 2002. The Hot Chick was written by Tom Brady and Rob Schneider. It is not that Tom Brady, but I wish it were. I mean, I giggled so hard when I saw that. <laughs> and like, I was just like, he could write? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was directed by... Tom Brady. It was directed by Tom Brady. Sorry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> threw me off. Yes, he me. he was he was spiking the ball at the at the end zone while yeah. directing Rob Schneider to fondle <laughs> his chest. Yeah. Uh, listen, we all got to do something in the off season, you know. <laughs> he was still on his rookie contract. He wasn't making that much money yet. Tom Brady wrote a comedy. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a 21% splat score and Metacritic gave it a 29 out of 100. And that's out of 22 reviews. Three were positive, six were mixed, and 13 were negative. (laughs) And according to IMDb, an attractive and popular teenager who is mean-spirited towards others finds herself in the body of an older man and must find a way to get back to her original body. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Hi- hijinks ensue. And then let's fast forward to 2000. I don't know why I said that weird. 2020 Freaky written by Michael Kennedy and Christopher Landon directed by Christopher Landon. Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 83% fresh score and Metacritic gave it a 67 out of 100. And that's out of 39 reviews, 
30 were positive, eight were mixed, one was negative. IMDb summary for Freaky is after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. So right off the bat, I'm going to just say I've this is my first time watching these movies. The hot chick, personally, I didn't find it funny, but like I think these scores are actually a little too low because I feel like it was okay. And I have a question for you. Yes. I'm going to I'm going to pose this question for you. Is this movie a transgendered story as a metaphor in a way? I do not think they meant it that way. I think it is perfectly reasonable to read it that way. Um, okay. I, I think kind of any movie where there's a body swap or a, tran- a physical transformation of this sort, you could read that into it. Um, you know, people have done that with like The Little Mermaid, the original Hans Christian Andersen tale. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have done that with all kinds of stories that I personally would not have even thought of that. Obviously, this is a little more literal because we're talking about a girl who is given a man's body and she knows the whole time she's a girl and her friends know she's a girl. And then in in both movies, I believe, I can't remember the hot chick that much, but like I know in (laughs) Freaky, at least, they start shifting the pronouns. Yeah. They do not a terrible job with that in The Hot Chick, considering <laughs> it is a Happy Madison production from 2002, which, by the way, I'm just going to interject real, real quick here and say that part of why I think the scores were so low was that 2002, we were reaching a real fever pitch with these kinds of movies, uh, particularly from Happy Madison. We uh... just had Rob Schneider and the Animal. We just had Rob Schneider as Goose Gigolo, Male Gigolo. So like, I only read a couple of the reviews for it, but a lot of it was just like, we're tired of this. I'm not going to lie, though. I didn't hate his performance. I didn't either. I thought both Rob Schneider and Vince Vaughn did a really commendable job of portraying a teenage girl without feeling like they were making fun of teenage girls. What I didn't like, though about both performances though is that the inflection of their voice like if you and I were to switch bodies Mm -hmm. I don't think my body would sound different if it was your soul spirit whatever you want like like my voice box wouldn't sound that much different yeah it's it's weird because your vocal cords wouldn't change, but at the same time, people do learn certain things. Like one of the things that Vince Vaughn does is he does the, um, I forget what it's called, um, but you tend to end sentences going up. Mm-hmm. So everything kind of sounds like a question, which is really common with teenage girls. Like, it's just like a thing that people learn through socialization. So to me, it makes sense that Millie, the, the teenage girl, would still speak that way, even though she's in a different body. But at the same time, they both kind of thin out their voices. And it's like, I don't know if their voices would be thinned out. They're using the same vocal cords. They would use them naturally. Like, I get it. We're, it's a movie. We're, we're we're supposed to, yeah, they're giving, they're giving audio cues for the audience. I get it. 
but I was just like, why? Yeah, like they, they as, as particularly Vince Vaughn, the butcher, the Blissfield butcher speaks so low and closer to Vince Vaughn's natural voice. Um, and then when his body has Millie inside of it, she speaks with this much thinner, almost reedier voice. And it's like, but she would still use the vocal cords as they are naturally. She wouldn't be like tightening them. Mm-hmm. I know uh, we, we I'm, I'm going to jump ahead like uh, to answer one of the questions in final thoughts right now. I think I appreciated Freaky more than I did the hot chick because mm-hmm. in Freaky, it was, I know I texted you this, so I'm going <laughs> to say it out loud. A, the fact that in the hot chick, Rob Schneider woke up in Rachel McAdams' bed, like Rob <laughs> Schneider's body. I was just like, this doesn't, no, no, no. So I liked the quote unquote science of Freaky more. But B, I also liked that they gave equal parts to the characters. Yeah. Or like, oh, it was a little more equal, I should yeah. say. It wasn't, because like we got, I, we saw uh, Vince Vaughn in the cold open mm-hmm. um, doing his best Jason Voorhees impression. And then, you know, uh, throughout the movie, they bounce back and forth between um, Vince Catherine Vaughn and, 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 yes, her. I forgot her name. I was going to just say <laughs> Millie. But in The Hot Chick, it just seemed like we barely saw Rachel McAdams. And this is yeah. pre-Mean Girls Rachel McAdams. Yeah, this was her third movie. This was the first Amazing. two were both Canadian smaller productions. This was her first big movie. So this was like, if you notice in the credits, she got an end introducing credit. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> um, I was just like, what? Yeah. And then obviously it's two years before Mean Girls. So like. Yeah. Um, yeah, she does not get much screen time past the first act. Um, and when she does, she's giving a great performance. I actually think she's funnier as Clive is Rob Schneider's character's name in that movie. Oh, he has a name? I totally didn't. Yeah, I had to look it it up. (laughs) I had to look it up, uh, but his name is Clive. And as played by Rachel McAdams, great performance. I would have loved to have seen more of that. I thought she was so funny. Yes, Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree with you. I love that in Freaky, you get almost equal amount of time. A little, I mean, obviously more time with Millie than the Butcher because Millie has an actual arc to go through, whereas the Butcher is just sort of a Jason Voorhees type force of nature almost. Wait, so wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about when the Butcher's in Millie's body or when it's Millie Millie? Uh, When When the the Butcher, yeah. Yeah, okay. so Vince Vaughn as Millie. Can I just say, so wait, when is it, <laughs> did, did, is this after, did we just do Victor Victoria? Yeah, and, we did. Yeah, I gotta say, I got a little like, oh, who was that one character? In, I, I'm already blanking from a week ago. The one character in Victor Victoria that was like, I don't care what gender you are, I like you too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got that vibe from the boyfriend and Freaky. And I was just yeah. like, good job. Even the fr- uh, one of the friends like uh, in Freaky called out being like, pronouns, you know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they make like, a point oh, of it. Yeah, no, I, I love uh, Booker, the, the love interest in Freaky. He's just like, no, nah, Millie, I like you. I don't, I don't care what body you're in. And even like 
you know, they start to kiss and like Millie's the one who stops it because she's kind of freaked out about the fact that she's not in her own body. And he's like, yeah, no, it's cool. You, we'll, we'll do it when you're ready. Because Matthew Lawrence and the hot chick was the one that yeah. was just like, yeah, I'm not kissing a dude. Yeah. So. Which I, that was, I think that was playing for a joke. It was. Uh, it's also interesting. I don't want to say interesting. It's not interesting. They did not handle the romance very well. Um, no, there's all. a lot of things they didn't handle well that movie. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> um, but part of it too was that like, like Jessica just never actually explained to him what was going on in a way that he could understand. Because when you view it from his point of view, yes, it is weird that the new janitor at the school who he doesn't know is insisting that they have some sort of romantic relationship. Yeah, that's stalkery. And I would also run away regardless of that person's gender. But even then, like when uh, when Rob Schneider breaks it down and was like, no, I am Jessica and blah, 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 blah. And they're about to kiss. Matthew Lawrence was just like, no. Yeah, but I don't know if he believes it. That's the thing. They don't make it clear if he actually believes her or not at that point, because he also doesn't seem to think anything has happened by the end when Jessica's back in her own body. True. And like, also... Which which I'm faulting the script for that. They did not make it clear at all what was up with that character. And also, I think both, both Rob Schneider and Vince Vaughn as their female counterpart. Is that the phrase I want to say? Yes. When after they swapped bodies and yeah. the 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 teenage girl spirit is in their vessel, uh, <laughs> I had to word it properly because yeah. I didn't want to come up as a perv. Um, yeah. It's interesting though that like it takes them too long to finally be like, no, this is our inside jokes and th- this is our secret handshake. P.S. Yeah. Shady, we need to learn the, the hot chick secret handshake and do it the next time we're together. Just <laughs> note that in baseball, your life. Baseball, baseball. <laughs> I was just like, we're doing this. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> Horticulture studies, flowers, geology <laughs> studies, rocks. <laughs> it's so yeah. stupid. I fucking yeah. loved it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, both movies have the little handshake thing. First of all, I just want to say when my sister suggested this episode, outside of the base premise being that a high schooler who who happens to be a girl swaps bodies with an older man who happens to be a criminal of some sort, I was like, okay, ends there because Freaky is a slasher um, and the hot chick is not. But there were a lot of parallels. There were. That's how both of them do the handshake thing. Both of them, I mean, I guess that's kind of normal for any body swap if somebody's changing physical genders um, or physical sexes. Yeah, you got new equipment. So I guess you're going to make a bathroom joke. There's going to be some dick jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Some like like peeing moment. Because like (laughs) peeing standing up is a sensation. (laughs) <laughs> that if you haven't done it before could be wild and crazy so you know, like yeah so like even rob schneider when he's studying the other guy in the bathroom i was just like i get it this is a joke and this is funny but on a on a sociological level and like a psychological level 
he's not wrong. No, because that's something you learn as a toddler. You get potty trained as a toddler. So like, you know, it becomes second nature. And then suddenly I can't do it that way anymore. I have to learn a new way to do it. Um, Love the floppy. I mean, you you can pee sitting down as a guy, I will say it. Right. I I should say, uh, you have to learn to get comfortable doing it a different, or you should learn to get comfortable doing it a different way. Um, The whole aiming thing. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, do do I just hold it? I will say, I don't subscribe to the theory of uh, penis envy. I do kind of wish that at least once I could just pee standing up. I would like to know what it's like. And not okay. like you can technically do it with uh, other parts, but it's very complicated. So and I, I like think to be I, able to do the thing where I can just unzip my fly and do it. I think um, if we were to switch bodies, I'd rather the earring than you stab me. So uh huh. Oh, but let's get to that. Both of these movies, the body swap happens because some sort of ancient artifact has this magical effect. Can I tell you though, both with both of them, I didn't. I was just like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Like, yeah. like I, I didn't. I mean, I it it seems like it's the easy trope to do. I mean, also a spell would be like another right. stupid one. But I was just like, yeah, that. But yeah. also, it does add like a good complication to the plot, like a really solid actual end that they need to meet where they need to retrieve those items again and do something to reverse the swap whereas you know i think uh the freaky friday movie with jodie foster uh the one from the 70s it's like her and her mom just say at the exact same time they just happen to say i wish i had her life life. life." (laughs) and like that's how they swap so that doesn't give you this objective like this like um what's what's the word I want to use like a concrete objective for the protagonist to be like all right I need to get this item and then I need to do something with this item but I think I I I think I liked the tension and freaky more because there's a finite amount of time that they have yeah because like they didn't express any rules in the hot chick and it's not the movie for that like there's there they don't want to they don't (laughs) want to overcomplicate things they're just like Rob Schneider's hijinks Rob uh, Schneider is a hat chick. Rob Schneider is a carrot. I gotta, I, and the other interesting thing about these, about Rob Schneider and Vince Vaughn is that <laughs> like on an acting level, like I, I think they did a honorable job and it's, and it, it seems like it's a harder task to play a character that is like super opposite of what you are. Yeah. Like, you know, a you're you they're middle-aged men or like, well, I don't want to call Rob Schneider middle-aged because I think when he made that movie, he was probably like almost 40. Yeah, I think he was in his 30s. I haven't looked at so so like an older man going to a teenage girl, like to play it and play it honestly. Mm-hmm. Not like a, oh my god, let's go shopping, bitch. Ass. Oh yeah, like, yeah. That I would be there's... that was yeah yeah these characters to have like that semblance of truth and especially because we're they're the main protagonists in these movies they need to feel sincere it's not you know it's not a one-off snl sketch where you can go over the top and it's over in two minutes and also 
I, I can't believe I'm complimenting the hot chick. Like I, <laughs> I'm going to compliment another thing that happens it, <laughs> and it's, it's a total throwaway line. Like, yeah. but I hyper fixated on it because, um, and it's when the family is going to retrieve Rachel McAdams from the strip joint and the little brother whom we've seen try on his sister's clothes mm-hmm. and knows it like has the intuition to know that Rob Schneider is his sister. Yeah. Um, or like his sister spirit is in Rob Schneider's vessel. Uh, he's running out of the house wearing heels and the dad's like, come on, you got it. You you have to run faster if you're going to start wearing those forever yeah, or whatever the line is. Them. Yes. And I was just like, oh my God, 2002. Yeah. And you're accepting yeah. that a child, like your son is into wearing women's clothing now i don't know if maybe also that's like an like another transgendered or uh or uh or uh trans i don't know what else what other word i want to use besides transgender transvestite transvestite Um, uh metaphor that's happening because we never know like I want a sequel to this and see what the kid's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, that kid was very uh, curious about gender expression. And everyone in his family was like, like Rachel McAdams, even the only thing she was mad about was that he was going through her stuff without her permission. She didn't actually judge him at all for wearing yeah. makeup or wearing her bra. It was, why are you in my stuff? And but it was then, also- like, She even helps him like put on makeup to hide his black eye and- he uh, he's also very respectful of the bra in question. Like <laughs> yeah. I know we're, we're I know we're talking too much about like stupid little shit in this movie, it, but like it, I mean, it's such a throwaway side character, but it really is like. But that's surprisingly that, progressive for a Happy Madison movie from two thousand two. And like the other the other sort of progressive, or at least what's like coming to light in modern times our times right now is like the the girl whose nickname is ling ling her mom is very offensive i will say that like Uh it's it's seven thousand stereotypes all wrong but Uh oh they're crossing cultures and everything they can't even be offensive about the correct culture but oh yeah and the fact that she says a word that she shouldn't at the end i was just like who said yes to this? Um, but like, also the daughter, like coming to turn, like not coming to terms, opening Be- becoming, up and being, being proud of her mixed yeah. marriage. Yeah. And like, I, like, I, I guess it's also like another layer or theme of this movie is like, be proud of who you are. Yeah, it, it, it is. Um, and that is certainly one storyline that has not aged well at all. No, no, no. But like the fact that like. But, but the, the lesson of it is yes. a noble yes. lesson. Uh, there are just far, far better ways, more tasteful ways, uh, smarter ways, is funnier ways, bad. certainly to go is about that, it. Because it's not even bad. funny. Like that's Did you actually completely cut those jokes? And I don't think you would lose a single laugh because none of it's funny did you actually laugh at the movie uh at the hot chick yeah not at those parts but yeah i laughed a lot there was i mean yes there were some moments that i laughed at 
I think I laughed, especially when Rachel McAdams was playing the stripper. <laughs> I la- I've seen both of these movies several times already. Um, uh, every single time with the tampon scene when she's buying or when he's buying the tampons and he's like, I got to do what? Yes. <laughs> these movies, I hope, are studied in some psychology class or something because <laughs> It is wild. All the little details. Like we could be here for hours and still not finish yeah. talking about these movies. I mean, even just like Anna Faris's character in The Hot Chick, April, the best friend, who reading through 2022 eyes, at least to me, I was like, well, clearly this is a girl who is queer, in love with her best friend, but doesn't know that it's okay to be in love with another girl. And so she only feels safe to even acknowledge her feelings when her best friend, the person she's in love with, is now in the body that is male. Um, but like, mm-hmm. to me, it's like, no, she is in love with Jessica and she just kept denying it to herself until it suddenly felt, quote unquote, safe. Well, I'm, I'm, I want to play slight devil's advocate for you. Okay. Because when Jessica is Rachel McAdams, she is, for lack of a better term, a bitch. She is yes. a mean girl, a mean girl before she before she was in Mean Girls. <laughs> so when Jessica is Rob Schneider, the character shifts so fast that I'm just like, wait, where why aren't you making fun of people? Like but there are hints that uh, she she is a nice person to certain people. Like when a- when she reminds April of how they first became friends, it's because everybody else bullied April and Jessica was the only one who stood up for her and became her friend. So but that it was is like Rob that- Schneider. Right, but it was still Jessica though. Like this is still part of her past. So I just mean like, I think April might have been in love with the nice version of Jessica since they first okay. met. Because yeah, and then, that, that's the version of Jessica that she became friends with. And then when she was a mean girl, mm-hmm. maybe maybe it waned a little bit, but then when uh, it was Rob Schneider who was going through the emotions, like, right. oh my God. I'm going to I'm I'm going to say something also really bold. He did a fucking great job. Like he I did. It's as, a good performance. Yeah, and like I mean I I'm kind of a little sad that we don't really see him as Clive. Is that the character name you said? Yeah, Clive. We don't get much of Clive at all. We uh, just see him robbing the body. we just see him robbing the store as a as um what, uh, Rob Schneider, uh, Rob Schneider yeah. and then we get the jokes that we talked about with Rachel McAdams like. yeah and then although very briefly at the end getting put into a cop car yeah yeah and then getting out of the said cop car like <laughs> the other thing one of the biggest things that I that is a difference besides the fact that they're two different genres um <laughs> I felt like in the hot chick everyone wanted to fuck Rob Schneider as uh-huh. Jessica and yeah. I was just like, ooh, what? Why? <laughs> like, yes, in um, Freaky, we get that moment with Vince Vaughn and Millie's mom, but like, they don't see each other. So it's right. not like she's giving sex eyes to him the whole time and everything. Right. She she feels some sort of chemistry and clocks it as romantic chemistry because that's what you want to do. But it's really... Uh, familial chemistry because it's her daughter that she's speaking to and the 
I, I also want to clarify in the hot chick when Rob Schneider is Jessica and everyone's hitting on Rob Schneider's body, she is pretending to be a man. Yes. Is that the right terminology? I, 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 I'm, yeah, she, I don't want to come is, off. Yeah, she is come. in disguise as a man, uh, as the new school janitor at school, and then as a gardener, a gardener. with yeah, her parents. Because, like, her parents both hit on Rob Schneider, both the mom and the dad. And I'm then, not sure, because I agree with you that it reads very much as flirting. I don't know if the dad's meant to be hitting on him or if it's just on. supposed to be. No, I, like, I'm being serious. I think it's supposed to be bro bonding. I read it as flirting, but I also oh, yeah. read all forms of bro bonding as flirting. True. I mean, I, there's there's a there's a, there's probably a, like a little flirting happening. Yeah. At least, at least. <laughs> yeah. On, on a on a subconscious level, on the on the dad's part, how's that? Yeah, I, I uh, which there's so many layers to that because it's his daughter. Oh, whatever. I know, but he doesn't know it's his daughter. <laughs> blah blah blah. But then, I know, but uh, anyway, the mom full on goes after him. Yeah, because. Rob Schneider pretends to be a gay man, like, mm-hmm. we, which yeah. I mean, also I I read as like, I don't know, I I read it as transgender, but I also read it as like more of a umbrella statement of like LGBT mm. in a way, yeah, because she wore a lot of like what Jessica would wear in Rachel McAdams's body as Rob Schneider and so I was just like yes live your gay life yeah so I wasn't I wasn't you listen or know the socials if you agree with me let me know well I'll ask I'll probably ask something like this later on um but I also did want to specify like the fact that Rob Schneider was doing a Victor Victoria basically yeah (laughs) uh because in Freaky, when and we just we discussed when the boyfriend was going to make it was making out with Vince Vaughn, he uh, the boyfriend just like looked past the body mm-hmm. and into the the soul spirit. I don't, I don't want. I don't know what word is consciousness. He just he just saw the aura. How's right. that? He yeah. he saw the aura. He saw not, Millie. Yes, not the vessel. Right. He didn't see Millie's body. He saw Millie. Yes. Oh boy. (laughs) I mean, like, there's so there's so so much to talk about, and like, and like, I am so sorry for last week being a Debbie Downer, but like these (laughs) movies like revitalized me. I had a good week. I think I slept a little. So good. Those are and all like, good things, good positive things. I love this motion. And like, I know, I know, I rolled my eyes the whole time during the hot chick, but like I said, I I read deeper meanings into it that mm-hmm. they didn't mean they, they they didn't intend to have. Yeah, like once again, this is Adam Sandler's production company. This is like like bro central at the time. This these are the people who made Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, the Animal, Deuce Bigelow, all these stupid guy movies, like just stupid comedies of the 90s and 2000s that like 
it's surprising that they really did tap into something with this movie and it probably was subconscious but like I think everybody has these sort of questions about gender expression uh, regardless of who they are you could be the most masculine man in the world uh, assigned male at birth you can be the most feminine woman ever alive assigned female at birth and you still have to some degree these like questions about your gender expression somewhere in your brain and I think like it's weird that like for Tom Brady and Rob Schneider it manifested in this screenplay I'm also going to make another bold statement I think a lot of people who are signed female at birth like have the fascination as to what it's like to pee standing up yeah I know you admitted it, but like, I have a feeling it's a common Right, and not thought. something you fixate on. It's not something you think about every day of your life. Just at some point in your life, you've thought, what if I had a different set of genitalia? Right, <laughs> yes. I mean, I've been intrigued <laughs> about it, the, the, uh, the, the opposite genitalia. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a very natural human curiosity. Right. And, you know, in lots of ways, what would my life be like if my body were different in just some small way? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I think it's a very natural curiosity and especially that uh, gender expression is so heavily socialized um, and in some cases very heavily policed and monitored. um, And that just, I think, in a lot of ways makes it a bigger question for a lot of people. And again, I really appreciate the time that um, Michael Kennedy and Christopher Landon took to like make sure that they are defining the people by their um, by their insides. Mm-hmm. So like, so like I know it's a joke to be like when she said when that uh, when that person that character said gen- uh, uh, pronouns and everything. But it was it was very like touching in a way because you're just like, oh, wow, like this is and this is happening when this conversation as to like gender identity and everything happening. Um, So the fact that like they had that one second to say that it was yeah, it was very interesting. It was very um, positive in a way. We oh my <laughs> I can't I believe we like, got how did we get it like this is a weird this is a, a weird time for both of us for both of us and like to we're be watching these movies right after last week's episode right and also like we're going on a weird tangential conversation <laughs> about minor details in these movies but like. But those minor details, like speak volumes. They really do. It's uh, and and again, even especially with the hot chick, I don't think they put in like it, like it, you can make such an easy joke out of you know the little brother um, wearing women's clothing and and the dad being mad about it, and instead you go for and it's still you know played for laughs, but it's very it's also very heartwarming that the dad's just sort of unfazed by it he's just kind of like come on get a move on mm-hmm. um and you know it's great just to see that they didn't go for those easy jokes that would have really hurt people really punched down on people 
And like, even in, I, I wonder if the body swap in Freaky was not, I, I didn't read it as a transgender metaphor uh, or like a, a gender identity metaphor. I read it more as like a conduit for the mother and daughter to talk without actually talking. Mm. Because like they, uh, when they, when Millie in Vince Vaughn's body, uh, Vessel, had a conversation with Millie, with the mother Mm -hmm. uh, through the dressing room, that was the conversation that, the hard conversation that like Millie as a teenage girl should have with her mother. Right. But like, well, th- there's so much with uh, Millie's character because uh, c- here's another huge difference between these two movies. Jessica is the most popular, most beautiful girl in school in uh, The Hot Chick. In Freaky, Millie is sort of this very withdrawn. She's bullied. Uh, she doesn't know how to stand up for herself. Um, the very fucking mean. woodshop teacher. What the fuck? Alan Ruck, how dare you? Um, I got I got very angry and I was just like, <laughs> dude, 2020 and you're talking to a student like this. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, there are there are unfortunately people out there who accept jobs where they can work with people that they can talk down to like that. Huh. They should watch the the teacher's demise and freaky mm-hmm. just 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 for food for thought suggestion. Yeah. Um, but but that her being in this body as you know, it's hard obviously because everybody knows what the butcher looks like so nobody she doesn't want to be recognized uh and then arrested but being in this large imposing body does embolden her and that's something that she can carry into her future when she gets her original body back and she's tiny little Catherine Newton again but she's got you know metaphorical balls now because she knows she kicks him in the balls yeah (laughs) Which happens in both movies. And like, and also in both movies, there's the, okay, I'm sorry. I'm trying <laughs> to figure out how to word this and not offend anyone. Okay. The fee, no, yes, I'm going with it. The female character in the male body mm-hmm. realizing the male body's strength. Mm-hmm. Because like in The Hot Chick, it's the pillow fight. <laughs> that that was all that I also (laughs) laughed at that like I laughed at that and I also laughed at Adam Sandler like the 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 gag of Adam Sandler playing the drums in the (laughs) African shop when it's like you we hear the the drums happening and position drums but it's actually just him I that I laughed at too but uh, I also the the, the running gag of him you can put your weed in it that's not that funny until he asked the stripper where do you put your weed and she whispers to him and he goes oh i don't have one of those yes yes <laughs> yes 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 i laughed um, at that but uh and then in freaky which i thought it was going to end differently but like when vince vaughn throws just uh nope what's her name millie millie's friends around Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he basically killed one of them <laughs> on accident. Well, so they make a point to show you the, like, I am so bad with names, the, the, the girl. Nyla. The girl. Yes. 
when when she gets knocked into the counter and it's like hits her lower back yeah. i was like paralyzed <laughs> or dead yeah. but like nothing happened but still like the they they show you feats of strength and i uh, and also with that other kid that like would bark at her and she lift and she lifted him up yeah and was and threatened him i was just like yes mm-hmm. yes awesome love it I think I'm done talking about these movies, but I don't know if you have any. Just a couple small things here and there. Um, obviously a big contrast. You mentioned it earlier because it bothered you. It doesn't bother me because we are talking about like mystical earrings that can swap people's bodies. So I'm not bothered by which body wakes up where. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. You go, yeah. you, well, so when you see it at the beginning, I really didn't pay attention to the faces of the women that swap, but okay. I was just so like the princess in the sleeve. Yeah, but I was just like, "You're the same person." <laughs> like, <laughs> they they like, look very I, similar. I thought that they stayed the same in their positions, and so I was just like, "Okay, so when?" Let me rephrase. <laughs> when Jessica's body goes to bed in jessica's bed Uh jessica's body should wake up in jessica's bed right so my argument my counter argument is the funny thing that they wanted to do was have rob schneider wake up in a teenage girl's room oh yeah no i that i understood (laughs) that i understood that but like i that's why i like and it's it's not i don't know if you knew this earrings can't swap bodies i'm sorry what (laughs) so there's not actually a scientific answer one earring on each no. person well it's a pair it's just the pair has been separated right but i'm saying like one i like i'll wear one yeah. earring you wear one earring and it's yeah. like all of a sudden magic yeah like a magical dagger but also like you have to fall asleep for it to happen in in both movies they fall asleep before the body swap happens and then when the reverse swap happens they're still awake it happens instantly yeah well yeah. Well, I mean, according to the dagger, they had 24 hours to stab the person. Yeah. If... <laughs> but once once Millie stabbed the butcher, now Millie's body is Millie and the butcher's body is the butcher immediately. That's what I mean. So like like the the original swap is an overnight thing. It's overnight oats. You got to let it sit. And then the second swap, the reverse swap is instantaneous in both movies. Yeah, yeah. I just don't question the magic at that point. <laughs> right, right. I don't either because it's magic. It's ma- It's like, yeah. great, magic. Yeah, awesome. and, and I, it's what worked for the story that they wanted to tell. I kind of did like, though, that like in the cold open of Freaky, it wasn't the past. Like, I mean, it worked It worked great for the hot chick. So we, we the audience, can kind of understand some of the rules of, like, the magical earring and yeah. earrings and everything. But, like, the fact that there was no, like, yeah. yeah, we didn't, we weren't in ancient Aztec times seeing something happen. Yeah, no, it's it starts off like a Friday the 13th movie with a bunch of teens getting drunk and telling story, horror stories. And then getting brutally murdered by the same person they were telling stories about. And oh my, this has nothing to do with the hot chick. This is just a freaky thing. But like, I feel like we've seen enough slasher movies that we've even just talked about on this podcast. And like me in real life, I've seen enough that I've been desensitized to a lot of things. 
This movie, the kills, especially the first one, the very first kill, the first time I watched this movie, yeah, the bottle, I said out loud, Jesus Christ. I think I said the same thing too. Because, I I mean, I I appreciated this, uh, as morbid as it's going to sound, I appreciated the the ways that they killed because like yeah, no, they, I, they came up with some really inventive stuff these are guys who know their slasher movies they're they, not writing a straight slasher they're parodying it but they're coming up with interesting kills that like and and like you can only see somebody get stabbed in the stomach so yeah. many times that like they were very inventive now um i i knew it was a parody because i i got very like tucker and dale vibes but mm. like they were also, were they, do you feel like they were also paying homage to Scream, Friday the 13th, Halloween, oh, yeah. all the, all I, of I, the classics? Yeah. Well, the original title of the movie was Freaky Friday the 13th because that I got was something else to share with you. <laughs> huh. But like, like, that's just something that like, um, I, cause I know you had that for special features. It's not something I looked up. It's just something that I already knew. Uh, mm-hmm. especially because Michael Kennedy is like fairly active on Twitter. Um, so like I see his tweets sometimes and he tweets a lot about slasher movies. Like he knows his shit, but like, I he know should come that- on the pod. <laughs> uh, but I know that the original title of the movie was freaky Friday the 13th. And I guess they shortened it to freaky because it was a little less wieldy. Did you, did you get, you got the Tucker and Dale vibes of it, but also did you get like fear street 1994? What is it? Ninety four, the first one. Yeah, whatever the first um, one was. I did a, with the uh, when they're in the golf course, the mini golf course, because of all the neon and everything. I, I also got that. it from the the shop teacher. Mm. The 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 bread just, cutter. This is like the third time that I've mentioned a show that you don't watch on this podcast, but I just kept thinking about Succession every time he was on screen. Because he's he's an actor in Succession. Yeah. I'm assuming. Well, he's also yeah. you know Cameron from Ferris Bueller. <gasps> yeah, that's all Alan Ruff, all grown up. All grown up. Um, <laughs> but also okay. that's uh, that's uh, Connor Roy, who has always been interested in politics from a very young age. That's from Succession. Sorry, <laughs> that's a great that's show. Gonna... I'm recommending Succession to everyone. Great. <laughs> Can, we, can I recommend we go into special features? Yes, you can recommend that. <laughs> Great. Let's go into special features, Shady. Special features. And now we're moving along to special features. This is the part of the podcast where John and I each take one movie and do extra research. Uh, and then we try to share fun facts that we found out about each of our movies with each other. We're trying to blow each other's minds. I don't know how much I'm going to be able to do that. Oh, I don't know either. Cause you, <laughs> you seem to, you follow the guy. You like, you're, you're, I don't, I don't you're... follow him. I don't know a ton. I just knew what the original title of the movie was. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. you're getting, you're getting, you'll pull something, you pull stuff out all the time that I'm always like, that's weird. Awesome. But anyway, I'll start off because I had the hot chick and that came out first. Yay. This movie was originally rated R. Uh, they did appeal it and without making any cuts, they got the PG 13 rating instead. Interesting. 
which does happen. Sometimes you can fight for a lower rating and they'll give it to you. It's pretty rare. Usually you have to cut something or make some sort of adjustment or just do what South Park did and trick them into giving you a lower rating. Or you could be like one of those, one of the Friday the 13th movies and keep cutting and cutting and cutting until it's garbage. <laughs> but very watchable garbage. But very watchable <laughs> garbage, yes. Uh, here's something nice. Rob Schneider's mother, Pilar Schneider, has a cameo in the movie. She plays one of the judges at the cheerleading competition. I just Aww. thought it was cute that his mom was in it. This movie marked the feature film debut of Ashley Simpson and Michelle Branch. Ashley Who was Simpson, Michelle Branch? She was a DJ. She was just credited as DJ. I'm pretty sure she's in the club scene. Oh, fuck. I mean, I used, <laughs> Ashley Simpson has lines. Yeah, she yeah, and and she's in a couple of scenes. Right. I was she's just and one like one of and, the friends and, on the other cheer team, and she's also a prom date. And also Tianta Maramari, like yeah, what? who were definitely <laughs> who <said> yes, <laughs> definitely famous enough to have bigger roles than that. Yeah, but whatever. I mean, they only had their own TV show. It's fine. It was a hit. It ran for several years. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. No big <laughs> deal. I think it was still running at this time. It might have been. They also were featured in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? But that's whatever. The chameleon episode. Oh, that one freaked me out. Fucked me up as a kid. Freaked me out. Anyway, I want to read this to you. This is something that you're not going to be surprised by the actual trivia fact because the whole world knows it. I just wanted to read to you how IMDb put it, or at least the person who put this in IMDb. Rachel McAdams went on to play a rude high school student in Mean Girls 2004. Did a bot write that? <laughs> a bot know. wrote that, right? A rude high school student. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> um, so the song, That's What Girls Do, which plays uh, at the beginning of the movie, they're all singing along in the song, That's What Girls Do. The music in this movie also was bonkers and yeah. I loved it. Yeah, very 2002, big time capsule, obsessed with it, want to listen to it forever. Anyway, that song played over the end credits of the Powerpuff Girls movie. And if you notice in the movie, Anna Faris wears a Powerpuff Girls t-shirt and Powerpuff Girls pajamas at one point. Can I interject for a hot second? Yes. So you said that Freaky is a parody of horror movies. Mm -hmm. Could we make the argument that the hot chick is a parody of teen movies? Yeah. Teen movies were very in at the time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it was it was just three years after 10 Things I Hate About You that this that Bahacha came out. There you go. Uh, this is like the golden age between Clueless in 1995 and Mean Girls in 2005. <laughs> golden age for movies about teenage girls. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel McAdams, for your service. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so here's a fun fact. Uh, one of the cheerleaders on the rival team, she's basically an extra, but that's Jenna Dewan, made her film debut also in this movie. Oh. I mean, as a dancer, you know, she's not, not as an actress, but still interesting fun yeah. fact. Uh, there's really not like, there's not a, a lot that I found that was too interesting. Yeah, same thing with Freaky. But yeah. I've got I've got I've got some I've got one that is kind of on the same lines as your 
Rob Schneider's mom factoid. Okay. Kind of. The lunch lady that runs away. So that the scene in the cafeteria, in the, uh, uh, the kitchen of mm-hmm. the, of the school where Vince Vaughn, it, like I, we talked about pushes them and feats of strength. The lunch lady that you see for like a few seconds that runs away is the costume designer, Whitney Ann Adams. Cool. Yes. We love costume designers. We do love costume designers. So, okay. According to this IMDb trivia fact. Okay. I'm, I'm going to argue with what you were saying about the original title of the movie. It's, they said that the first title was Killer Body. It then changed to Freaky Friday the 13th to then be shortened to Freaky. Mm, okay. okay. So grain of salt, everyone. But like, it, I I could see it be, being called Killer Body. That would be. Yeah, I actually think of those three titles, Killer Body is kind of the best one. I Like, I don't, I... I don't think freaky is a very good title and freaky friday the 13th really isn't that good but i like it because it describes exactly what it is right yeah and it's body is actually a pretty good title freaky friday the 13th is giving me like streak if you know what i did last friday the 13th vibes yeah yeah i was i would think it's more of a of a comedy than a more more high parody slasher yeah the Pitch Perfect 2 poster in Millie's room is actually a poster from Pitch Perfect, but for some reason has the text Pitch Perfect 2. That's another, another fun little detail. That's huh. very, yeah. Um, That's weird. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to end with this last one, which is hilarious. This is <laughs> literally on the IMDb trivia page for Freaky in the spoilers section it has cinematic parallels to the comedy the hot chick (laughs) damn Damn. they go they go on to talk more about like both have a young schoolgirl swapping bodies with an older criminal man while trying to prevent them from using her image for evil and reverse the change before the school dance the difference between the protagonists in each of each title while jessica is the popular one in the school exchanging bodies with a swindler millie is excluded is the excluded one who exchanged bodies with the serial killer so basically i just summed up what we talked about for the last hour damn they should have our job <laughs> um and there's there's still i mean the Trivia section on, on IMDb for Freaky. There are there are some like, oh, that's so cool. But like they repeat, you know, uh, the mask is paying homage to to uh, the one that Michael Myers wears. The yeah. hook is probably a reference to, uh, I didn't know what you did last time. And it's like, yeah. okay, well, well, I have eyes and I know the slasher genre. So like, I know what they're referencing. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much. I got it. Cool. Thanks. I do know, I guess this isn't really trivia. This is just knowing who the director is. But the director, Christopher Landon, also directed the Happy Death Day movies. And which, he did want to cross over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was another factoid that I was just like, meh. Yeah, I just think it's fun that like, that's, that's his thing. He's taking slasher movies and mashing, up, mashing them up with wildly different genres. 
and I That's love fun. it. Keep, yeah. keep doing it. Keep doing it. I love the Happy Death Day movies. I do anything. to final thoughts this is uh the final thoughts section of the podcast that's why we call it final thoughts <laughs> um we typically ask ourselves a series of questions a variation of the same five questions uh and i'll just get right into it can we think of other movies like these body swap is a whole genre there are mm-hmm. so many body swap movies like vice versa freaky friday obviously right but like i can't think of one where it's swapping gender identities because i feel like that's yeah i feel like that's the main factor for this question for these for these movies right and also a lot of body swap movies it's two people who already know each other in these movies they're strangers yes so they don't know anything about the other person's life other than like i mean in the hot chick they know dick about each other they barely even noticed each other except for the fact that he picked up her earring and like in freaky i mean she just knows of him as the butcher right and and the guy who attempted to murder her right that that is a pretty significant interaction that they have but it's the only interaction they've ever had right like she doesn't know his name for shit right she wakes up and she's like where the fuck am i like he doesn't have a name in that movie i don't think because he's even because vince vaughn is even credited as the butcher yeah i think he's just the butcher it's very fascinating Mm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, but going off of what you said that it's cross-gender and it's strangers and it's a teenager and a criminal. I think I can forgive that last one. Okay, yeah, but, we can but like <laughs> That one we can, we can like, meh. But I feel like if the, the main factor is like switching genders. Yeah. And I don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Closest I can think of recent example, uh, Jack Black playing a teenage girl in the new Jumanji movies. But again, that's not a body swap. That is one character going into a fictional character, fictional Mm -hmm. avatar. Next movie. Did we like these or next next movie? Next question. Yeah. (laughs) Did we like these movies? Definitely liked Freaky. I don't want to make a bold statement to say I liked the hot chick. I appreciated it. How's that? I'm going to make the bold statement. I like both these movies. Uh, And yes, the hot chick is fully a guilty pleasure of mine, but one that I will happily admit to. Are there jokes I wish were not there? Yes. 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 I wish the entire Ling Ling thing did not exist. That was, that was, that, that was so dumb. That didn't need to exist. It didn't need to exist. But do I laugh? Every time Robert Rob Schneider says, I am so lesbian right now. Yes, I do. <sighs> Sorry, it's funny. Your line delivery was great too. Thank um, you. <laughs> and then would we watch these movies again? Yes. You know, I mean, definitely yes to Freaky. And I think I do want to give a second pass to the hot chick just to like, <laughs> to like maybe like it. Like I'm, I'm on the edge of liking it. But I don't, well, don't want to say I don't want to 
overreach and give this movie too much credit. I just think there is a certain amount of charm to the type of dumb comedy it is. Yeah, and like, I mean, if I look, if I rewatch it again through the guise of what we talked about ad nauseum this episode, I may actually like it through that (laughs) perspective. Yeah. But like the hot chick as the hot chick, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I like it and I don't think I would watch it again. But like, I do want to watch it again. (laughs) It's so conflicting. It's fine. It's a big question. Um, and big ask. I, I, I am simple minded and I'm stupid and I love bad comedies from the early 2000s. So, oh, please. Yeah. Oh, oh, please. I've I've made you watch really shitty movies from the 80s. Like, I love bad movies, but like, I don't think this is a good bad movie. I think this is just a bad movie. I think and... this is a good bad movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I don't care who disagrees. Would we recommend these movies? Now this, I would not recommend the hot chick to just about anyone. I would, I would not, I would not. You know, I think I would, I think I would. And I think I would, I I think I would challenge them to answer my question about like what the metaphor is. So you would assign them homework. Basically, yes. (laughs) Uh, I I would just say, do not watch it. Do not judge me for liking this stupid, stupid movie. Can I add out a question? Sure. Like a like a like a three four B or four A question. <laughs> okay. Would you recommend it at a party? No, because so like I or like not, you're hanging out I, with friends. I will not talk to anyone at that party. I will be watching the hot chick. But like, you know, okay, so if it's like you and I were hanging out together and then like a couple of other friends that we know, like we have similar senses of humor with them, would you be like, dude, my dudes, let's watch this movie? Uh, if we had one of those like inflatable chairs that were all the rage in the early 2000s and uh, like I, I was, uh, you know, feeling myself back at freshman year of high school, maybe. <laughs> I got to be uh, in a very high school mood for it. Copy. Okay. <laughs> uh, and finally, are these movies actually the same? You know, minus the genre, yes. I say no. Really? I th- yeah, I think the genre is too important. I feel like there's a lot of elements that happen in both of them that make them the same. No, there's definitely a lot of elements, but like ultimately I think And I also think like Jessica and Millie are just too different as characters other than going through the experience of being trapped Mm. in a different body. They're just such different characters. Their storylines are completely different. And I really do think like it is important that Freaky is a slasher and the hot chick is just a straight comedy. I was looking at it like the peeing scenes, the 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 fact that they have a handshake with the friends, like that is a, that that yeah, little detail I mean, was a little too. But to me, that's not the movie. That is a Wikipedia uh, outline, <laughs> bullet points of scenes that happen. But that's not okay. the movie. Okay, 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 okay. Instead of a hard yes, I'm gonna give it a soft yes. I'm 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 sticking with no. And that's fair. Great. This it's been a while, by the way, that we've I... had something like this. I think I it think. has, yeah. Oh I my god! It's been a while since we've had a movie that I will freely admit to liking that you do not like. 
I also think it's been a while that it that we're doing cross genres. Mm, yeah. Because the last few ones, few episodes, if memory serves, we've done so many. Um, it's been like the same genre. Yeah, but it's like, like a two rom coms, two action movies, two two and, horror, and this is... especially all those horror movies that we've done. <laughs> like, oh god. Yeah, we finally paired a horror movie with a non horror. Unless, you know, like you really find Rob Schneider's existence to be terrifying. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I texted this to you and now I want it forever to live on, on this podcast. I would pay good money to see the outtakes of this, of the hot chick, because I believe it's a man's descent into madness. Because <laughs> like watching, watching the end credits scene, him delivering or trying to deliver the same line for like a good five minutes and laughing at himself. I'm just like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Um, But if you want to at us for anything we've said, or, you know, at us in a good way, you can uh, reach out to me via Twitter. I'm at movies, John, which is John with no H. I also have another podcast that uh, Shady has been on a few, a bunch of times. It's called Life's But a Song. We talk about musical movies uh, and TV, musical TV shows. And you can find that anywhere where you're listening to this. And also the socials are at But a Song Pod. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Cookie O Shady. Shady, what kind of dessert are you tonight? Go with me on this. Okay. I am a gender reveal party cake but that you're supposed to cut into and it's either pink or blue on the inside, but I'm purple on the inside because gender, is a, gender is a construct. Hot. Breaking the binary. <laughs> um, and, you and know, oh, go ahead. We shouldn't gender colors. Um, we shouldn't gender colors and we shouldn't. Like, just who gives a shit about gender reveal? Just have a baby. The Fucking baby is I. the reveal. Right. And let the baby figure out their gender when, when it's, when they I can. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry again. We're having <laughs> a really heavy, like, few weeks here. And it's happening on accident. I don't know what is going on. Yeah. I, I think well, we're okay. We planned this one to come out right before Friday the 13th because one of the movies primarily takes place on Friday the 13th. It was almost just, the title. Yeah. And it's just uh, just a coincidence. We didn't realize that we'd put it right after Victor, Victoria, and Connie and Carla. No, and I sh- we should have. Like... <laughs> it's fine. Um, if you want to reach out to us and answer any questions that we ask this que- this episode or to give your two cents on y- your takeaway from the hot chick, you can email us at moviedejavupod at gmail.com. That is M-O-V-I-E-D-E-J-A-V-U-P-O-D at gmail.com. One of these days, I'm going to fuck up the spelling of it and it's going to be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> or you can reach, we're also, well, bleh. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Movie Deja Vu Pod, and we're uh, on Twitter at Movie Deja Vu. No pod. Why is that shady? Locked up for evidence in the police station. Oh, <laughs> great! And yeah, we have and to- next week we're doing an episode, and that's going to be Top Gun versus Iron Eagle. 
Yeah. I have no, I, <laughs> I've never seen these movies before. <laughs> You've never seen Top Gun? I've never seen Top Gun. <laughs> it's so fucking gay. It's so, it's so gay. It's so gay. <laughs> How gay is it? <laughs> <sighs> Very. <laughs> I mean, all I really remember about this movie because it's been years is the volleyball scene, and the volleyball yeah, I mean, scene is the gayest thing that's ever been filmed. I know of the volleyball scene, <laughs> <laughs> and it isn't like I, I mean, Tom Cruise's character is named Maverick because of the the sequel that's finally coming out, and then isn't isn't Val Kilmer's name like Iceman or something like that? Yeah, Iceman, and then Tom Cruise's best friend is Goose. And Goose fucking rules, if I remember correctly. I I do know the fate of one of the characters because it's been. I mean, I've. I've, it's it's also forty years old at this point. There are three notable things about the movie, and that's the 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 song "Take My Breath Away," and then the volleyball scene, and then the fate of one of the characters. That yes, yes. I won't. (laughs) We won't spoil it because it's not the episode. Yeah, go watch them. Or or don't. Who, or don't. We, we we can't tell you what to do. Live your life. <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, this is gonna be very fun to edit, and by fun I mean holy shit, why did I allow this to happen? <laughs> okay, bye. bye. bye.